So good afternoon, everyone. Can you hear me back there? So this afternoon, we are going to do a little bit more karuna or compassion meditation. And I want to invite any of you who don't want to do this meditation to either do your own compassion meditation, your own uh, cultivation. You know, I think that's one of the simplest ways to think about what we're doing is we're doing cultivation and purification. And uh, any of the Brahma Viharas or divine abodes are cultivation practice. And I invite you, if you have a cultivation practice that you really love, I totally invite you to do that instead of this guided meditation. But I'm offering a guided meditation based on um, one Tibetan teacher that I really adore, who actually teaches pretty regularly up at BCBS. His name is uh, Dr. Lama John McCransky. I've never even met him, but I'm just loving his, his Brahma Vihara practice. So. so I'm speaking now to intuitive awareness, not to conceptual mind. <laughs> so please let go of any conceptualizing or grabbing, and I will absolutely leave the URL to find all of Dr. Lama's work. I will leave a URL for all of you who are interested in finding his work uh, at the end of the retreat. So you don't have to worry about getting it. I will absolutely give it to you. He's also a social activist, which makes me even appreciate him more. So let's just start with a big relaxation because compassion actually relaxes the mind. That's one of the contributions of the Brahma Viharas to our practice of seeing clearly is that we need to relax in order to do this practice and Compassion is a deep relaxation for the mind. Here's a quote. The feeling of unfettered compassion is one of the most beautiful feelings a person can experience, providing valuable meaning and purpose to any human life. So compassion is a form of love when it arises from inner freedom and then connected to other beautiful capacities of our heart. My experience has been, I had this, and again, please do just meditate. I'm talking to your intuitive awareness now. (laughs) I had this experience on the uh, month long at Spirit Rock years ago where I had this image, I was sitting and I had this image of the relative and absolute kind of separating out. And I saw that wisdom and compassion were absolutely the same. Because what wisdom 
What's the purpose of wisdom? It's wisdom about ending suffering. Isn't it? So it's wisdom about ending, ending suffering. And I also saw in that little flash of insight that all of the Brahma-viharas were the same. That when we take that energy of wisdom with love in it, and we see someone who's happy, or we see just one of our relatives, you know, we can see, and by that I mean any sentient being, we can um, send them kindness and friendliness. Like, yeah, you're my relative. Hope you're doing well. Good to see you. And then when we take that same wisdom, love energy, and we see someone who's suffering, that turns into compassion. The deep wish for them to be free from suffering. And then when we see one of our relatives who's doing well, it turns into mudita, sympathetic joy. Like, oh, I'm so happy, you're so happy. And then when we see relatives who might be engaging in behavior that we have absolutely no control over, we can feel a sense of equanimity. So a few of the reasons why compassion is so central to awakening is because it relaxes the mind. And I love the wisdom that the means should look like the end. And the end is just profound relaxation, a profound sense of ease. And the practice should feel like that too. So compassion relaxes the mind. In the Tibetan tradition, and I think also in the Thai forest tradition, we would say that it helps our mind relax into its natural state, the wisdom of openness and awareness beyond self-clinging. And by resting in this natural state, it unleashes its innate capacity for wisdom and love. This is our real refuge. It's always available to us. Another reason we practice compassion is to enhance our ability to affect change. You know, we all have people in our lives that we want to have hear us, that we want to help. And when we do it from a sense of compassion, it's usually more skillful. A lot of us are in the helping professions. And compassion alleviates burnout and procrastination.
So this is a, this is called a benefactor practice. And again, I invite those of you who might feel a bit uncomfortable doing this practice, I invite you not to do it. But those of you who would like to do a classic benefactor practice, I invite you first to pick a benefactor. And uh, you can pick anyone who would be really meaningful to you. I just uh, noticed that beautiful stained glass window out in the walking area right outside this room and there's this beautiful picture of Jesus. And someone is just in Jesus' arms and they are so incredibly relaxed. And you have this sense that there is just this person awash in love. So, I think this used to be a Catholic uh, monastery. I invite you to use any Christian uh, benefactors. I invite you to use any Muslim benefactors, any Jewish benefactors. I love using the Buddha or His Holiness the Dalai Lama. You might want to use a Blessed Virgin Mary or Mother Teresa or Prajna Paramita, the embodiment of feminine wisdom and compassion. That's who's behind us there. Prajna Paramita. I invite you in, Prajna. Avalokiteshvara, or Canon, Maitreya, any indigenous guardian spirits, the Devas. I invite you in, Devas. All the IMS Devas, I invite you in right now. All benevolent spirits, I invite you in. So, pick a benevolent benefactor and see that person, entity, deity behind you. Whoever that might be. And just from behind you, first receive our benefactor's wish and energy of compassion into every aspect of your being. Just this hugely protective, loving energy is washing over you. Every single cell from the top of your head, all, all around your head, relaxing your eyes and your neck and your shoulders. Just this loving, benevolent energy down your arms, in your chest and back, down to your bottom, through your legs, 
just the most profound love and acceptance Our benefactor is gazing at you with loving compassion, wishing you deeply well and free from suffering. Receive this compassionate energy of their wish into your whole being, into your body and mind. Completely immerse and swim in this energy for a minute. A wash in love and acceptance. May you be well. May you have profound ease. Benefactor seeing every part of us, every part of us and just sending us the most profound love and acceptance. Now the benefactor is feeling our pain. Let yourself become conscious of any physical pain anywhere that you have in your body. any pain anywhere. Just make yourself conscious of it. And just let yourself become awash in the sense of well-being from your benefactor. Sensing your pain and sending you deep wishes of well-being and wellness. We are being held in absolute compassion. All of our pain is embraced in this compassionate energy from our benefactors. Every part of us loved. Now I want you to think of anyone in your life who is also dealing with physical pain. Maybe it's a relative that you hold dear or a pet or something that we've heard in the news, some of your patients. And I want you to place them in front of you And just as the benefactors are sending us this loving compassion, this healing energy, we're passing it through to the people that we love, sending them deep wishes of wellness, loving every single little part of them. seeing all of those 
hurt physical places and just sending wellness. May you be well. May you be free from suffering. I care deeply for your suffering. May you be free. May you be well. I love you. Connecting with our benefactor. Feeling the loving compassion. I'm going to ask you to recall a moment when you were at your worst saying or doing something that makes you ashamed to recall. When feelings came up, when recalling that moment, just think of something that you regret. And now holding those feelings, I want you to connect again with the benefactor. the Buddha behind us, Prajnaparamita behind us, Jesus behind us, Yahweh behind us, just holding us in the most absolute compassion, being embraced by this energy, every part of us loved, no part left out, just feeling loved and held. Now, thinking about one of our relatives who might have done something to us, whose maybe unskillful greed, hatred, and delusion touched us. Sit them in front of us, across from us, in front, and channel this loving, compassionate energy from our benefactor to our so-called enemy. May you be well. May you be held in absolute loving compassion. May all of your wounds be healed. May you know your true nature. May you be healed. May you feel wisdom and love. 
And connecting again with our benefactor. Just feeling the absolute acceptance. Nothing is beyond this ability to love and to see through and to see wisely. Whatever has happened, whatever we've done is nothing compared to this loving embrace. Just here for us unconditionally. wash and compassion and a wish for our wellness. the Buddha behind us, loving us completely, every atom, every inch of us. Now, coming back to our own mind and heart, Recall a feeling of self-doubt, of hopelessness or despair. I'm hopeless, useless, unimprovable, just worthless. Feel that feeling of hopelessness or worthlessness. It's like this. And then connecting with our benefactor. Just being in a wash with love. He, she, they saying to us, I care deeply for your suffering. We are holding your suffering with kindness and love. May you be free from suffering. Seeing every little part of us and just loving us profoundly, sending us the most profound sense of well-being. now across from us someone we know who has contributed to our self-doubt to our sense of hopelessness or despair or someone who has those feelings 
sending them a profound wish for their well-being, seeing them completely with their own self-doubt and helplessness, hopelessness and despair, their sense of worthlessness and channeling the benefactor's absolute love, seeing every inch and just loving. I care deeply for your suffering. May you be free from suffering, loving every inch of you. Wishing you wellness. Coming back to our connection with our benefactor. All of the IMS devas here sending us profound sense of well-being and love. Just so happy that we are practicing and sending this loving energy. The Buddha behind us, Tunansin, the Virgin Mary behind us, Prajnaparamita behind us, sending us absolute love to every inch of us. To all those places we open to and can't open to. Embraced by wisdom and love. feeling held, held by the great compassion, the great wisdom. Totally seen Recall a feeling of being overlooked, abandoned, lonely or cut off, being left behind, invisible, And then with these feelings, opening to how they feel in the body and in the heart, loneliness, it feels like this. Abandonment, it feels like this. Being overlooked, 
invisible, not seen. It feels like this. And then connecting with the energy of our benefactor, just seeing clearly our despair and our fear and loneliness and just loving us profoundly. Seeing all of our imperfections, all the places that we need growth, all of our negative emotions, all of our hurtful habit patterns, and just enveloping us in love. Of course you're loved, of course you are. Every inch of you, deserving, deserving wellness. feeling totally held in the benevolent energy of love and compassion. Being held in total love and wisdom. And now across from us, seeing people who might have overlooked us, might have abandoned us, those who we feel lonely around or cut off from. And sending them, our benefactors, profound, compassion. May you too be free from suffering. May you know wholeness and profound wisdom and love. May you have the wisdom to do the right thing. May you be free from your afflictions. May you be happy. May you be happy. And coming back to our own heart and mind and body. Our own wish to be free, to be well. To feel loved and to love. To know the truth. 
our own desire for freedom. Our desire for healing. How does that feel in our mind and in our body? How must it be for other people who have suffering and the pain of a body and a heart? How is it for others who are lonely, who are betrayed, abandoned and hurt? Who are overwhelmed with responsibility? who are longing for completeness or an end to addiction. What is it like for them? And then coming back to the loving embrace of our benefactor. spacious awareness, the deep love and compassion that's available, engulfing us, every single inch of us, washing us in love and acceptance and interconnectedness. Aomi Takuyasin, all relations, all relations. All of our relations. All the two-leggeds, sending them love, sending them wishes for wellness. I care deeply for your suffering. Let's hold your suffering in kindness and gentleness. May we all be free from pain and suffering. All the two-leggeds in all directions. To the north, to the south. To the east and to the west above us and below us. May you be safe and happy. May you have everything that you need. To all our four-legged relatives, in the forest of Barry and beyond, the squirrels and the goats and the mice, all of the four-leggeds to the north and to the south, 
to the east and to the west. May you be happy. May you have profound wellness. Everything that you need, may you have it. May you be treated with respect. The finned ones and the winged ones, her relatives in the water and in the air, and even the little creepy crawlers. May you all be well. May you be safe and protected. May you have what you need. And including ourselves in that circle, including ourselves, may we be safe and happy. Seeing deeply into our suffering, our loneliness, our dismissals and betrayals, ways that we have hurt others and ways that we've hurt ourselves. Just feeling that deep sense of love and compassion from our benefactors, from all the benevolent spirits wishing us well, wishing us happy. May we all be free from suffering. May we be filled with loving kindness. May we be filled with compassion. May we all be filled with wisdom.
just want to say a few more words from my notes about compassion. (coughs) And that um, there are certain conditions that promote compassion. And one of those is a sense of safety. So um, you don't want to feel obliged to be compassionate when you don't feel safe. probably good to not spend too much time with people you don't feel safe with. And then confidence promotes compassion. Once we see that we have the ability to have it, it promotes having more of it. I've seen that a few times in myself where something will happen where You would assume that anger would arise, but sometimes compassion actually arises. It's like, oh gosh, that person's really suffering. And then knowing what prevents compassion from arising, like tension and stress, and of course selfishness and self-preoccupation. Just thinking about ourselves a lot. Thinking about all the love that we haven't gotten versus all the love that we haven't given. Any questions, comments, gentle criticisms? Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.